Level Up Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Vettel, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up Latina. Welcome back to another episode of the Level Up Latina podcast. Uh, this is episode 181, and this week we're talking about money. And for me, I know you guys can probably hear this vacuum in the background. That is my money being sucked up completely right now. Well spent, yo diría. <laughs> well spent money on my my señora que me viene a ayudar a limpiar la casa. But we want to talk about money before the year ends to make sure that we have our mind right about money, making sure that we spend the right amount that we for the things that we need and not just the things that we want. And sometimes it is good to put in some of that want bucket. So before I continue, I'm going to shut off this vacuum and I'm going to check in with you ladies. ¿Cómo se encuentran esta mañana? Bien, bien, bien aquí. Este listas to wrap up the year and just um, talk about money because... The, you know, where our mindset is like set up a certain way and like to, to get it to think differently. It's always, well, for me personally, it's like some, sometimes it's hard and I have to remind myself of certain things. Pero bien aquí, listas para platicar. Igual, I'm glad that we are at the tail end of the year. We're going to miss everybody. We're going to take a well-deserved break after these uh, short minutes together for the last episode of 2022. And then the next time you see us, it'll be in 2023. Literally, probably see us if we decide to go to YouTube form. But if not, you'll hear our yappity yap voices after the holiday. We'll talk all about the food we ate and the kids that trust us out and the blessings and all the gratitude that we had over the holidays. But until then, let's talk about money. Money, money, money. The most difficult conversation to have, whether it be at work, whether it be at home, it is always a chat. So we're just coming back from last week being um, an awesome week of Latina Equal Pay Day conversations and how money is just so important. It, it like, you know, they always say money doesn't bring happiness, but it definitely brings you the things that you need in life, right? The things that you want to do. And I think for this particular conversation on money, I want us to kind of talk to our audience. I was having this conversation with Ceci um, a few weeks ago. It's really challenging to go from a scarcity mindset to a mindset of abundance because you've been so long kind of you've lived your entire life you could say have not having enough or not having money for something in particular or you don't have money for that right now and it, it's either like you heard it at home with your parents growing up and then after that it was you know I'm a broke college student I don't have money for this so it's always some sort of experience that we're having that we have a lack of the money that jumping into a mindset of abundance is really, really challenging, especially I feel for a lot of us first generation Latinas and mujeres. And we don't know in the sense like how to manage our money or take care of it once we start bringing it in. Like, you know, we're going to college, we're graduating, we're landing great jobs, our dream jobs. We're going from the job that we took because we needed a job after college or we took the job after we were laid off and we jump into something else because either A, we needed it we you know we were desperate we couldn't find something else or b it is the, now the dream job that we've always wanted but throughout that time we haven't learned how to really um value that money so whatever we have coming in we it's going out so there there there's that transition from scarcity to abundance and then in, in that process you're learning how to manage your money and I think in particular for this conversation, one question I do want to ask you ladies is like, when did you find it most challenging to go and transition from, you know, like, hey, I'm now making good money and you found yourself in a position of like, if I don't learn how to manage this, 
I'm not going to have any or or when was that moment for you that you're like, I'm not going to have enough money for the things that I actually want to do. So was there a particular time for you guys that that happened? Uh, yeah, lucky for me, my husband is like a numbers geek. And so I think that he may have not had the skills to be good with money when he was growing up because that's not what was modeled for him. He definitely had the skills to assess uh, numbers and he loved always putting together a budget and he loved understanding where we spent money, what the percentages were. That has always been my husband. So even when he was in our early years, like, fuck it, spend it all. He knew exactly what he was spending, what came in, who we owed it to, what the dates were. He was just irresponsible with that knowing, right? So early on in my marriage, I have a different kind of way of functioning. If I know I am then empowered to do something with knowing, we're very different in that way. Like some people love analysis, but then they have paralysis of analysis. They know all the numbers, but the changes are hard. I'm someone who, if you tell me what I need to do, oh, this is the change I need to make, I can make it. So I became very aware of like, all right, babe, what's the, what, what's the plan of attack? Okay, so this is how much I have for nothing to spend on whatever I want and it can be thrown away into the trash. This is how much I have to spend on life. Like we can't live our life without it. And this is how much I have to put away if I really want to do something that I can't do now, but I can do later. And this is for retirement and this is for this and this is for investing. I'll do it. And so I really got it together. Him knowing the numbers helped me. Okay, don't be afraid to spend the money. Does that make sense? Like he knew because he always knew and he could always crunch it. And then that's how my scarcity changed because I was like, I don't need to worry. I don't need to worry if the necessities are paid, if the longer things are paid. Like I no longer need to be like at big lots and being like, I don't know. I really like this chair, but it's only 35% off. Maybe next week I can get it for 75. Maybe I'll just get the one that's half broken. Like what the fuck? Like you have the $60. Like you have it in this bucket. So for me, it was this weird like knowing, which in the beginning was scary to know, like how irresponsible we were and how we came into the relationship with baggage but it was very empowering to know because then I was much easier about spending much easier about not having say I didn't have at the end of the month because I had saved a lot of it that's okay oh that was the savings plan or that was the travel bucket or that was the kids kids needed xyz and we committed to doing it this year and spending that money ya no me dolía tanto pero cuando andábamos willy nilly a lo gastar a lo you only live once a lo oh I'm struggling now I don't have it but we bought that damn chair at Big Lots and I wasn't bargaining with my brain it was a mess. It was a mess. I needed to be able to know where's my money going? Why is it going there? Am I okay with that? And then yeah, the scarcity went away. Like I was okay with it. But I definitely grew up with scarcity because my dad was a big cheapskate. So even when I had money, I always felt like I needed to be looking for a deal. That's a whole nother topic. I'll leave it for another moment in this conversation or another day. But I had to overcome that. Like being like, I don't know. I don't know. Could I get it cheaper? Oh, maybe another day. I don't know. Like that was just another layer of being bien cola because my dad era bien cola. <laughs> era manera de guardar el dinero. But I want to highlight something that Irene just said. You need to know where your money's going. That is the first step. Just how you know what's coming in, you need to know what's going out in order to even process that and know what it is that it, where you can make any shifts and changes for the things that you actually want to go and fund. The fun bucket, the vacation bucket, the gifting back bucket, you know, the, the I want a cleaning lady bucket, you know, whatever it is, like it's so important to know where your money's going. So, gana tu dinero. And even if you don't stress about it, Irene was saying like, I love that she was like, we were spending and it wasn't like, oh shit, we can't afford mortgage or a rent, you know? It was more like, oh damn, we just don't have any extra or any leg room for everything else. Like everything's covered, but now there isn't any extra. So, that's a, that's a great thing right there that anyone that's listening, the first thing, the first step is know where your money's going. 
in order to take that next step of how do you now create a plan to make sure that wherever it is going, narrow those little buckets into other ones, more particular ones. So great things. For you, Ceci, ¿cuándo fue? It was definitely when I got married, or I guess leading up to getting married, because, um, you know, we don't come from money. We, were, we weren't going to have our wedding paid for by either of our parents. They don't have, they didn't have the resources or the money. So I, I knew, we knew that it was going to be on us. Luis was a full-time student, and then I was working. So we, you know, pretty much had a year to save up because we weren't going to be taking loans for that. Hell no. You know, so we, we wanted a nice wedding and we wanted to take a honeymoon or we wanted to do a honeymoon right there. And then, so we, you know, we're, we were really good with our budget that year. Um, and, uh, and también como Diego, Luis is really, really good with numbers. So that it's, it created a framework for what I, our life would look like as a couple, you know, as a family that we were going to start. So that, that wedding planning, it was like, we were really good. I had to learn to be very, very frugal and like see where I was spending my money because I, you know, I'm, Vero, you're saying like we, we land our jobs, we're making good money, you know, lo estamos gastando. I've talked about this in, in the past. Like I was getting good bonuses and I was getting, you know, good money as an attorney and even as a legal assistant, but I was just spending it, um, going on trips, buying these sunglasses and buying the clothes and buying purses and things like that because nadie me había enseñado you know, no one had taught me how to manage money. And I just was splurging. And I was like, all right, my mom, I'm going to get her this like Burberry scarf. I, I remember that because she's like, remember that Burberry scarf? And I was like, yeah. anyway, so I'm like, oh, my God, I bought all these things that, you know, no tienen mucho significado más que like something material, you know, something material. And so when we got married and we were sitting down and planning it all, we knew we wanted a nice wedding, the, the honeymoon. And we also knew we weren't we weren't going to take out any money. So en un año. We were really conscious about where we were spending the money and my whole end of the year bonus were like, all right, we dumped it to, it was going to be for the wedding. So that laid, you know, laid the, the, the foundation for what our marriage was, life was going to look like. We were going to budget. We were going to, we look at the numbers every time, every time now that we get a raise or a promotion, we sit down, we plug in the numbers and like it, Luis is really good with his um his spreadsheets and everything is labeled. Okay, this much for rent. This is tuition for the schools. This is fun money or vacation money. This is um chula expenses because he's like we have to have that because I know yo sé cómo te gusta ti gastar dinero. And I'm not not that that I don't have the same the same um I guess splurging habits as before um you know month to month i i just i i never use i never use like cash anymore i just use my credit card and then i pay it um uh, you know for the month every 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 year i mean every month i do that um not to say that when i do look at I'm like oh my god i want to pay this like siempre me asusto todavía i don't know why i get nervous or i'll tell Luis, i'm like oh i'm gonna pay this much for my credit card he's like okay well we have it but can me dices you know i'm like i don't know i guess it's still i get nervous when i see it and i'm like stress baby girl we got this like, chula ahí está el dinero i'm like i know but i, I don't know es la mentalidad que esa parte it's, todavía yeah, changing yeah yeah it's so. seeing all those numbers it's seeing the numbers you're like and I think um, 
in that conversation we had today, we were like talking about how no matter how much you make, like if you don't know how to manage it, like it's still, you know, it's, it's going to suck because you're going to feel like at the end of the day, it's like that feeling of paycheck to paycheck. Like, you know, I think 74% of Americans look at that. I mean, we live in the U.S. We're American in a sense, right? We're, we're born here and we, we are consume, we're a consumerist society. So living that, that paycheck to paycheck feeling is always so like uncomfortable. But once you like, you know, you level up your finances, you level up, you understand where your money's going and you you have plans for your money, your money's working for you. It's like, you still see those numbers. And because we come from, you know, these humble beginnings, these, this, 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 um, not having enough or, you know, just, um, the lower resources, it's scary to see like, oh my God, am I really, do I really have that much? Like, to, que gaste tanto? And do I have enough to cover it? And we stress, there's a little bit of that stress because of the past experiences we've had, you know, but I'm glad I have that such a, I have a, on that note, Vero, like I have such a soft spot in my heart for anyone who's struggling with money. Cause I remember the struggle with money. I remember the tough years and I remember the paycheck to paycheck. Like when you say that, it's like, Oh, that feeling, that gut feeling of like, yeah. Oh, when the struggle bus is happening and my clients today, like when I work with my clients and I know we're working through like, your programming, how you're brought up, or like an income that's like a entry level income, and you're trying to get to the next place. I have such a soft spot for doing the work. Like, first we look at the money, we assess the debt, the expenses. What Vettel started with, with how you have to know what you're doing. Then we look at the goals. Then we look at the changes, how much you need to change to make more to be comfortable to not live paycheck to paycheck. Like, mm-hmm. I feel so like I'll never, ever, ever. I'm gonna say it again ever take for granted not living paycheck to paycheck because i remember like graduating college and thinking like that was the promised land that was the dream that was the dream we were sold as first-gen kids like everybody will come out and buy a house and have two cars and two perfect kids and a white picket fence and and it wasn't that it was actually really hard to get it together financially early in my marriage and in my life and i always think my little son my oldest not my little one my oldest was like getting it together with us and i didn't imagine it that way and I've said this before and I'll say it again, but I remember being at the 99 cent store and being like, what do I need more? Do I need a piece of ham or do I need uh peanut butter? Cause I can't buy both. Like, and it just hurt. It hurt. It hurt in the heart. It hurt in the like, what am I doing? Like, why am I here? Why am I bad with money? Why don't I have it all figured out? So I am never too far removed from that person or that feeling. I'm a better person in a better place. I don't want us there. I don't want Latinas there. I don't want people our age there. I don't want the first gen person that got through school. Like you got through school. You, you're supposed to be better off than your parents. They work their ass off. Like let's get you to be better off because it absolutely sucks. And I have a soft spot in my heart. I don't forget coming from that. Whenever I go to the 99 cent store now, like I love the feeling of like remembering those times in my life. I took the kids to walk through the 99 cent store yesterday just because. And yeah, buy whatever the hell you want. I don't care if it's fourteen ninety nine now. Ball it in. No, just kidding. Um, but it reminds me. I can yeah. never go to a 99 cent store and not remember those struggle bus years. And this wasn't a long time ago. This was like 13 years ago. Like life can change. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to say that because if you're listening to this, it's not going to take you 13 years. Someone already went through it. It took them that many years. Mm-hmm. It's going to take you less time, but you got to ask for help. You got to get the support. You got to get the coach. You got to get the financial advisor. You got to use the damn Excel sheet. You got to listen to whoever. If it's not your husband, both of us talked about our husbands being good with numbers. You don't need to have a husband good with numbers. You, you can be good with numbers. You can put it in an Excel sheet. You can have a freaking journal where you're monitoring your expenses in and out. I mean, it can be the most basic thing, but you need your other side. 
Like so you need your place where you walk into that yeah. place and you're like, yeah, I remember when I couldn't afford to come here. Like, <laughs> I remember when this was expensive. Like, we all need that. I'm hyped. I love it. Soft place in my heart. Whatever your 99 cent store is, if it's 99 cent store now, let's get you to a new place, a new place, a new place where that's not your life anymore. So that's where I kind of kick off. That's my story. Like I started my money journey single. I didn't have a husband. I didn't, you know, have kids or, or that part. But I remember stressing. I did not like the feeling of stressing about money, even from college. Okay. Like I had a job through high school. Um, I went and worked at Disneyland for a few months. You know, like I actually worked through the like, I think it was junior year of, of high school that I worked there. So I worked a year at Disneyland. After Disneyland, it was just getting too far. Like, I didn't have a car. We couldn't afford a car. Like, my, my parents weren't going to buy it for me. And if they bought it for me, I couldn't afford to help pay for it, you know? Um, So it was really hard to get to work to Disneyland. I had to take, you know, two trains and a bus. It would take me, you know, about two and a half hours to get to my four-hour shift. You know what I mean? But at that point, I was like, well, que mas voy a hacer? Like, you know, I could, be, I could be home. I could do this. And I wasn't the, you know, I'm a very social person. But in high school, I, either, I was either playing sports. I was, you know, you know, doing my nerdy stuff. I was like, you know, doing my academicals, academical, this, been nerdy. My academics, you know, I was it, doing that. I was involved, you know, in a, my, my school life. I wasn't partying. I didn't have anything until I met my little boyfriend. And, you know, that one kind of sideways. But when it came to money, like... You know, I didn't have anything really ex that I had crazy expenses. I just knew that I wanted to be able to buy things without having to ask my parents for money. So my mom was always like, there's a chiquita. Since I got that first job at Disneyland, I went then, you know, since it got hard to go work out there, it was just too long of a, of a commute. I started working at McDonald's with some of my friends. And then after that, I went to, you know, I, I was able to like kind of put my little money together. And I remember Summer, my roommate, when um, we met in step, she was like, wow, you you have money. Like you come from money. Huh? I was like, because I had I had just gotten paid and I had collected all my last paychecks for the last two months because I knew that during step I had a secure housing. I still didn't have housing at Santa Barbara. Um, and I had to go pay my deposit at Fountain Blue. So I had somewhere to live and she saw me with my wad of cash. And I knew that I needed to do that because I know that my parents were really banking on my financial aid. My parents didn't know that, you know, my brother had been the only one had gone to college four years before me or five years before I had. And then here I come along and it's still, we're a little bit better because my brother now has that experience, but my parents are still like, guessemos. So I knew that there was, there were going to be some expenses. So I started saving my little money. You know, I didn't go to school dances. I didn't do any of that. Like I remember going to one, maybe two formals. I went to a mother daughter dance and I went like a formal, a winter formal. Um, and then prom senior year. That was it. I never really went to anything else, but. I knew that when I went to college, like when I started freshman year, like school was tough, you know, as it is like now we're now we're in a whole new world. Like for me, I'm like, I went and jumped in and took some math classes that I thought I was going to be okay with because I had just graduated taking, you know, calculus. And I was like, oh, I'm going to take a pre-cal warm up class, you know, just to make sure freshened up my mind, my memory on my, my math skills. And I did not pass that class and I lost my scholarship. Okay. So after that, I'm like, how am I going to tell my parents? How am I going to tell my parents that I just lost my scholarship? Now I have to pay like this much more. So I started hustling since we were in school. I did not like the feeling of not knowing how I was going to 
pay for like that extra, you know, my extra bucks. I, I didn't like the feeling of how am I going to pay for my lunch or, you know, what if I need this? You know, thankfully we had meals included, but a veces, you know, se nos antojaba comer algo en IV. Like we wanted to go grab a burger or we wanted past coochies in downtown. And we didn't grow up. I mean, we didn't go to college in an inexpensive town. Like it was pricey AF to be in Santa Barbara. So I remember like that feeling of walking up to the, to the ATM machine and not being able to pull out the $10 that I had left in my bank account to, you know, because you had to pull out 20 at the time. I couldn't take out those $10 to go buy myself a burger at Burger King because now I was, I, I sucked because the 20 bucks as a whole couldn't come out. So that feeling was terrible. And I did not like that feeling. So I started being like, what do I need to do to keep, keep from it? So the rest of the time, like I worked, I worked, I always took up a job no matter what it was. But each time I was like a little bit more aware of like, okay, this and that. I mean, you have no control on work study, but it kind of started like prepping me there. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I don't have to work there, but maybe I could take a job as an RA. And as an RA, I could do this or work for the EOP program. And then, um, you know, learn this, learn that. And it was like kind of like building onto my skill set that constantly just pushed me to like, okay, what am I going to do next? So when I graduated, I didn't have money in my bank account, but I knew that I didn't want to feel that way. And then I always had the voice of my mom in the back of my mind. Like after I took my first job at my first year, she was like, you know, you're making all this money and you have nothing to show for it. Like, what are you, what are you doing? And I was spending money a lo pendejo. Like whatever I was getting, I was just spending it. You know what? I haven't been to this place. Let me just go spend. And I would bring everybody with me, you know? Um, at that time, my nieces were still little. I was like, come on, you guys want to go to the movies? Let's go to the movies. And I would pay for them. Or like, hey, family, let's go out to dinner. And I would pay for everyone. And it wasn't like they took advantage of it, but I wanted to do it. Like, look, I went to college now. I have the job and I could do it. Not realizing that I wasn't putting money aside and I was going to end up again paycheck to paycheck or not being able to take all those $10 from my account. You know, one day I was going to walk up and there was going to be zero <laughs> in there. So early on, I learned that. And I finally got the hint. My mom's like, no matter what, just save un poquito. Save 10 bucks out of 100. Save, you know, 20 bucks out of este pan. So my mom's were like, his voice is always there. And then my brother saying like, no seas tonta. Like, you're making good money. Learn how to save it. So with them two together, I, those two voices combined have really like helped me start like, okay, get it together. Riddle. What are your plans? You know, I bought my casita, thankfully, and, and I was able to buy out my ex at that time, also from the house. And then I was like, I need to remodel. I, I want to do these things. I want to travel. So early on, I knew the things that I wanted to do. And I started like having to implement that a huevo because I wanted to make sure those things got done. Like there was no one else who's going to do it for me. It had to be me. You know, like, no matter what you hear, like if all you can have everything at your fingertips, but if you don't want to do it and you're not ready to put in the work, especially when it comes to like n your money, like no one is going to do it for you. There's no change that's going to come if you don't want it. So for me, I got a la onda. And thankfully I did because about six years later, two years after, like I finally had my money in, in, you know, in order, I got let go of my job, right? I got let go of my job and then I had no insurance and I had, you know, a heart surgery I had to do. Like my, you know, they had, I had my heart condition thing that came up. So I'm like, I don't have med insurance. How am I going to pay for this surgery? So like all these things come up and I just like think, thankfully I had a piggy bank I can go to. I had an emergency fund that I didn't have to stress about. So having experienced that, having experienced that, it like gave me the wake up call to like, I never want to have this feeling of how am I going to pay for something? And I'm not rich. I just, feel that 
the struggle is, it's hard. It sucks. And it just helped me prepare more for the next time. And the next time it happened, you know, I had just spent thousands of dollars into remodeling my old house. And then I got let go of my job. And then here I am again, you know? So the thankfully is like, there was enough in my pot of like, what was my emergency fund? What was my remodeling money? Knowing where I had assigned my money gave me the peace of mind that I don't have to go and run and rush to get something else. I can afford to be okay. And that for me, like, like I said, started early on because the feeling of not having it sucked so bad that I didn't want to experience it again. And I don't want my kids to experience it. So now my husband and I are making sure, like I was telling Ceci, we spent so much money. Like, where did this money even come from? But I'm so glad that we had those honey pots, right? That we're just like, okay, that money is specifically for this. But shit gets crazy. You just never know. So it's good to like hold yourself accountable when you really say like, you know, you're going to commit to something, especially when it comes to your money, the hard work you're putting in, like commit to it, show up for you and put that money aside to where you know it's going to benefit you. And maybe you don't need it right now. But trust me, it always comes up that you might need it in the future. Be prepared. And Sexy. that's the thing because life happens. So that life happens. Um, yeah, te, te, te llevaste un sustito with, oh my God, where did this money come from? Pero lo tenían. That's a, the good thing. Lo tenían. And, um, you know, because life happens, your, 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 your husband was transitioning from one role to the other. There was a little gap there, pero tenían el dinero. Um, and, and again, because life happens, um, you know, we have to be prepared for it. I mean, right now, I think as of September, both of us have had, you know, races this year, significant races in, on my husband's end, actually. But we were like sitting down, we're like, you know, we, we haven't really felt it or we haven't really, we, we said we were going to put this money somewhere like, ¿Qué, ¿qué ha pasado? And lo que ha pasado is that my, my, my parents have needed a lot of resources, like, a lot of extra time, que paga la esta y paga el otro, y que esto y que el otro. So there's, the money's going there. And um, we weren't planning for it, but, you know, que bueno que tenemos este otro colchoncito de dinero because we're able to help in that regard. And because life happens, uno nunca sabe, y aquí estamos apoyándolos. And, um, but it's hard, you know, it's hard to get away from that, from that mindset. I mean, with my parents' situation, with their home and everything, there's more resources and more expenses that are needed. And um, I had to sit down, my sister and I had to sit down and, you know, go over all of my parents' expenses and, um, you know, because we needed to hire this one attorney. And my mom's like, well, that's so much dinero. Maybe I'll just tell the caregiver not to, to come anymore. I'm like, mom, the caregiver, I'm like, you need the caregiver. So don't do that because... At the end of the day, si no tienes ese dinero, we can help, you know, I can help, you know, instead of sending you the cleaning lady, then I'll go, I'll pitch in for, for, for the caregiver. Um, and I'm like, what about, you know, X, Y, and Z money? And she's like, oh, I have it, I have it saved. I'm like, for what? She's like, for an emergency. I'm like, this is an emergency. I'm like, para eso es ese dinero. I'm like, no te de miedo, so, you know, money will come and go. And in fact, um, with all this situation, I, esta, um, our, our dear friend Magali said something recently and text us, um, my sister and I, and she's like, you know what? Lo, matera, mo, lo material va y viene, pero la familia no. So just hang in there. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I'm like, so hay que verlo, you know, to see it in a positive light. Like, good thing that, you know, we have the resources right now to help our parents who can, who who weren't smart with money. I'm going to say it. My parents were not smart with money and 
right now we're, we're, we're suffering those consequences, but at the same time, trying to be smart about it, trying to, all right, let's spend that money here so that we can do that one thing so that at the end of the day, there's going to be more money in the pot. So not, and that's, what's been hard for my parents to think about it that way. And that, that that's what I was saying. Like my, 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 my parents are my coach, my, my coaching clients right now, cause I'm trying to coach them in all aspects of life, law, este, money, health, therapy, de todo. Um, but it's life, you know, it's life. Yeah. I mean, Thank you, Ceci, for sharing that. I, I I love that you've been so openly and vulnerable in sharing your experience that you've been going through with your parents. And I, I know it's not easy. Like every time you talk about it, I want to just fucking be in San Francisco and give you a huge hug. And Thank you, Mouse. No one said your way. <laughs> no one said your way. <laughs> for real. Like it, it's hard. It's super hard. And I could just imagine everything. And, um, I mean, you, you guys are going to get through this, like Magali said. La familia y está lo material viene va. But I love how you're just keeping, like, such a, not like a toxic, not no toxic positivity. You're just keeping a very good outlook into the end result. You're not fixed on what's happening right now. You're, like, getting through it. You're like, okay, let's solve this. Let's find a solution. Let's find a solution. And if you don't have the answer, you're looking for it. So I'm very proud of you. I'm very happy for you. I want to give you a big, a big, big hug and tell you you're amazing. And we're all lucky to have you in our life, Chingona. Thank you. Thank you. It's, and, and it's, it's all, it's, sorry, it's been easier because I tried to balance it. I mean, yesterday, I was like, hey, how's this going? I was like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't have the mental space for it today. Mañana te cuento. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. respect, you know? Totally. Yeah. Like, and you're like, right now I'm going to go have fun with my kids. I'm like, you go do that, girl. Yes. <laughs> but it's like, you know, yeah. también is like when we have, how do we have time? Like grown ups, you know, we spend a lot of time and, we see, we get to see each other here, but it's like, we get busy with our lives. It's a lot that goes on, but we need to make sure we check in. And just how we check in about, hey girl, how did it go with that? You know, let's talk about, hey, how are you doing with this plan that you had in regards to like, in this case, we're talking about money. Like, how are you doing? Are you feeling good? Like, do you need help? Do you want some, you want some, you know, some pointers on how to do this? Like, if you have a friend and you've been there, you've been through the whole process of, asking for more or going, you know, transitioning into a new job and, you know, negotiating your, your offer. If you have gone through that, like, and you see a friend that's going through something similar, ask, don't assume that we're all okay. And that we all know what to do next. Some of us are a little bit more well-versed, a little bit, are a little more confident, a little more comfortable asking. And some of us aren't, we might seem confident on the outside, but when it comes down to it, we're scared one-on-one to talk to our, you know, either to talk to our boss or whoever's in charge about, hey, here's the value that I bring to this table. Can I be compensated equally? So if you have a friend that's going through that, reach out and ask. Or if you notice, you might see that they're going through a financial, you know, challenge or difficult time. Reach out as well. Like, hey, is there anything I can help with? You know, do you, you want me to help you review your finances? Do you want, do you need help? I think that we're so ashamed of showing that we don't understand or know how to do something that we, you know, that we rather n- just go through it alone and suffer in silence when it comes to it. But you guys, money is money. And it's, it's in having it, it's only going to be better for you than not like stressing about money is an extra stress and it still provides like it manifests in physical ways. And it's still going to make, make you feel sick, sad, uncomfortable, depressed, like, um, discouraged. So it's going to make you feel all these things. So let's talk about money. Let's reach out to our friends. Let's reach out to our family 
And sometimes it's hard because we put up boundaries about like, you know, money and, hey, I don't want to talk about this because you guys obviously don't understand. But sometimes we want to open ourselves up for the people that need the help and make sure that we put ourselves out there for that. I say, that's it. You don't need to impress nobody. Okay. Right. So, espero que... Budget. Budget for the holidays. Porque... Es importante. Eso de Black mm-hmm. Fridays. Yo entiendo. We all want to buy shit. Sometimes we buy too much stuff and then we forget to return it and then you're stuck with all this stuff. So yeah. <laughs> I had to like turn off Amazon and I did not go to my phone for Black Friday. I bought two things though. I did. I'm going to tell you guys what I splurged on. Okay. Um, I bought myself a handheld wet vacuum to clean up spots because mm-hmm. kids, right? Hashtag kids. Um, and then I bought myself some sunglasses that went down to 11 bucks. That's it. That's all I splurged on. So, nice. but my vacuum was originally 120 and went down to 89. So I feel like I got a deal. You did. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, save your money, budget, be aware where it's coming, where it's going, you know, realize how much it takes for you to, for it to come into your hands. And that shift from scarcity to abundance is hard, but you got to work on it every day. So no importa cuánto ganes, con que lo sepas, you know, how to manage it. It's what's going to be key in your success with money. So we wish you guys abundance, un chingo de dinero, un chingo de felicidad in the holidays and into the new year. And if anything, you know, we are here for you. Level of Latina is here for you. As you guys have been listening to our podcast, we are doing a business pivot and we have some great things coming up, but we are still here. Your three co-hosts, Ceci, Irene, Ivero, también sus coaches chingonas, lo que ocupan para nuestras first gen. We are here for you, ladies. So stay tuned. So keep up if there's any questions you have on the on, on today's uh podcast feel free to keep the conversation going by sending us an email at admin at level you can always reach out to us on ig or facebook at latina no at level of latina and you know we have our website you can find and learn everything about us that's also going to be getting revamped and rebooted booted and tooted um level of latina.com so you know Please check it out. If you're a business, you want to sponsor our show, you want to come on our show and give a shout out, feel free to do so. You can find out how to do that also on our webpage. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in today. Este, adios 2022. Los queremos un chingo. Let's enjoy your breaks. And queremos, chicas, queremos. 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 Queremos, chicas, queremos.